0: Hello, Baker McKenzie welcomes you to Connect on Tech, a global podcast series covering legal developments on data, technology, privacy, and security that impact your business. Here's your host, Brian Hengisbaugh, Global Chair of Privacy and
1: Security. I'm Brian Hengisbaugh, Global Chair of Privacy and Security at Baker McKenzie. We're so pleased today to be joined by Marcella Robledo, who is a new IP transactions partner for us out in California. Marcella, welcome to the show. Brian, hi. Thanks for having me. You bet. Maybe tell us a bit about your practice.
0: Sure. So I, I'm an IP transactions partner. I joined Baker recently. I do IP transactions generally. The, a lot of it is in connection with M&A transactions, whether it's um, a merger, joint ventures, and others. Uh, I do quite a bit of IP standalone, IP transactions work. And then then I do the IP aspects of financings and capital markets transactions as well.
1: Perfect. Thank you. So, Marcela, let's jump right in. What trends are you seeing in technology transactions and, and really what has changed with the pandemic?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, certainly the move to working from home has had a significant impact because if companies before were thinking of moving into the cloud on as part of like the 2020 or 2021 pipeline, that accelerated completely with the working from home. It, it, it showed that that basically companies needed to do it now and, and do it quickly. And, and it's not only about like just video conference through Zoom, it's it's a multitude of other of other services that are that that are now moving to the cloud.
1: Yeah, makes makes perfect sense. We certainly saw a big uh, big migration, right? So you went overnight from having five percent of your workforce off-site to ninety five percent of your workforce offsite. It flipped. You know, different for everybody the percentage wise, but nevertheless, a lot more demand for remote working, and, and certainly that places a strain. So, what what pitfalls do you see from uh, a tech transaction standpoint that are occurring within the new work from home scenarios?
0: What what we're seeing is that companies are are rushing to get these contracts done because they need to have the setup in place quickly. And so as a result, they're not fully vetting their providers and they're finding that some of these providers are either um, are over-promising and under-delivering or are just providers that are not do not have either the financial wherewithal or are not stable enough and could potentially be subject to, to bankruptcy, le- basically leaving the company, the customers in, in the dark.
1: Yep, no, that's makes perfect sense. I mean, I think we we have a potentially a, a wave of bankruptcies in front of us. And so, you know, whether it's the cloud or other aspects of supply chain, I think everybody's got to be turning their attention to that right now. So um, what should companies be concerned about when, when moving to the cloud then in the midst of the pandemic? You know, what diligence do you think you should be doing on your vendors?
0: Yeah, I mean, certainly you have to look for reputable vendors, but it's not only reputable in name. Uh, the customers have to have to actually seek out and do diligence on their vendors. And and that means asking about the vendors, security protocols, asking for copies of any audits or testing done on their systems. Um uh, Inquiring about third-party certifications that they've gotten, or what policies, or whether their IT policies comply with certain security standards. Uh, It's certainly important to ask about how data is being is being used by the vendor, and and how that data is being handled, and whether um, what methods are being taken to ensure that the security of that data, and and whether any analytics are being done. Um, it's also important to ask about the service levels. I mean, availability and uptime, and and any any remedies for failure to to meet those service levels. Uh, a lot of the times, companies don't even have a service level agreement, and it's important to to push for those. Um, finally, it's it's really important to ask about end of life policies. I mean, is your product going to be supported? in the next year or two or three years, at least for the, for the term of the contract. A lot of the companies don't think about that, but, but you can't just have your vendor end of life, your product
1: and leave you in the dark. Yeah, no, those are great. Those are great tips. Um, from a contractual standpoint, what contractual arrangements can be set up to help guard against some of these risks?
0: So a couple of things. I mean, there's the typical contractual provisions that, that you always see, like confidentiality provisions. More and more, you're seeing very formal security protocols that ha- that the vendor has to establish. And you see like standalone security annexes with, with strict security measures. Um, another thing that is a little bit more creative is, is seeking out escrow, source code escrow, particular that are very specific to the cloud. Um, and some escrow companies are very sophisticated on that. I mean, they have a full escrow for the cloud that that is dependent on whether it's a single-tenanted or a multi-tenanted environment, and that really allows the customer to access the, the service and access its data in the event of bankruptcy. Um, and, and these escrow's are even go as far as like replicating the 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 system of the, the vendor, the cloud vendors. So, so that's, that's something to take into account. Um, uh, other things are asking about uh, insurance, requiring the vendor to get insurance, asking for indemnities and, uh, and, and establishing clear remedies in the event of, of data breaches.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, and, and just generally to a point you had made earlier, Certainly from a privacy perspective, you know, being very thoughtful in the contractual terms about limiting use by the vendor, um, if indeed they're going to be a service provider under, say, the California Consumer Privacy Act or a data processor under GDPR requirements, very important, you know, huge issues, because if there's too much too much use or ability for the vendor to use the data for its own purposes, you might be engaging in a sale of data to the vendor and can create all kinds of other issues. So um, those are really good points. What do you do if the vendor doesn't budge? What if you're you're asking for some of these uh, provisions that you need in terms of service level agreements and the other uh, considerations, and they're not budging? What do you do then?
0: You have to you have to work obviously with as much leverage as you have. I mean, it's always a, a two way street, right? And so you can't you have to do what you can. I mean, but but some things that you can think about is like a trial version, right? Just ask the vendor. Okay, I'll commit to a thirty day or a two month. A trial, and then that allows you to to test the product and figure out if if the service levels are adequate. Um, uh, Similarly, you can you can refrain from committing to long term agreements. A lot of these vendors would want a three to five year period, uh, but you can say, okay, no, I'm just I'm just doing this for one year to protect myself, Um, and then ask for termination for convenience rights um, that that would allow you to to move out if, if the vendor is just not complying and is not providing the adequate service levels. And in connection with that, ask for um, survival provisions that allow you to migrate your data once the agreement is terminated to either your own systems or to another vendor systems. Um, cause, cause that's often what, what gets the, I mean, if the, den- the vendor keeps your data, that's not a good place to be.
1: Yep. Okay. Those are great tips. And obviously it, it all is, like you said, it's all sort of situation specific and how much leverage does one side have over the other? And maybe as you get towards the more commoditized you know, cloud product and service, maybe you have less uh, room to negotiate. So it really is a case by case basis, but those are great tips. So uh, Marcella Robledo, our new IP transactions partner on California. Thanks so much for being with us.
0: Brian, thanks so much for giving me the opportunity to be here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next podcast when we connect on tech. For more information on data and technology,
1: subscribe to our blog at connectontech.com or visit our website at bakermckenzie.com.